0: Hello, book lovers. You're listening to Both Sides Book Club with Katie and Debbie Allen. Every two weeks we get together and chat about a different book. We can't promise you that we will always agree, but then there are at least two sides to every story. Why don't you read with us and join in the conversation? Let's go.
1: Welcome back to Both Sides Book Club episode number three. We hope you enjoyed reading the book. Um, be careful what you wish for because we had a very, very juicy book. Uh, we read American Dirt by Janine Cummings. Mm-hmm. Um, I selected this book because I just I could not put it down. When I picked it up from the first page, I was I was in and What a first scene. I know. Seriously. Just, oh, your heart broke instantly. Talk about drama within the first scene. Yes. And I just thought, okay, wow, if a book is opening up with that, this is going to be a ride and a journey. Yeah, so I picked it because I, I wanted to know what you all thought about that and, and what sort of emotional journey you went on when you were reading along with mm-hmm. it. Um, so to recap to any of you that may have forgotten what the story was about or um, haven't read the book yet, the story is about a mother and a son, Lydia and Luca, who are escaping um, from the Mexican cartel, it opens up with this heart-wrenching scene of a brutal massacre of all of their family members on, on a birthday party yeah. and from there you you follow this journey that Lydia goes on. With her only surviving family member, Luca, who's her son, and just the trials and trib like that she goes through to um, to protect him, to protect him and to escape from her really intense circumstance. Yeah, wow, big <laughs> big, big book, big big themes. Um, big themes. Mm. What
0: did you think about it? Well, I, I read American Dirt um, back in the summer, uh, literally as soon as it was published. Um, I'd seen lots of hype about the book beforehand and I thought, oh, wow, this is gonna be a great holiday read. So... Um, <laughs> little did you little know. Little did I know. <laughs> Not a um, holiday read. <laughs> so, so actually I, I, I picked it up and read most of it one afternoon yeah. and we were actually going on holiday yeah the next day I had a hundred pages left and I was in a real dilemma. Should I take the book with me with only a hundred pages to read or should I leave it home?
1: Yeah.
0: I took it with me yeah. because there was no way that I was Couldn't not, finish it. I was not going to finish reading it. Yeah. Mm. Um, I know I, I felt the same. I read
1: this one Sunday and I read it in a day and for me, oh, I felt heartache, I felt exhausted, I felt um, so much sympathy and just it really opened my eyes yeah. to how intense um, immigrant stories and, and what, what happens across the border. Um,
0: I mean, do you yeah. do you agree? I mean I think I think I read it primarily as just a really fast paced um, thriller, if you like. I yeah. read it in exactly the same yeah. way that yeah. I would that I would read a thriller. Because that's how um, it opens up. It opens up as a thriller. Yeah, totally. Yeah. And 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 for me though the essential elements um, that a, oh my God, I've just got to binge read this, I can't do anything until I've finished it, sort of book, are, uh, yeah, that that opening sequence. Mm. Um, characters that, that grip you by the heart, uh, a sense of journey um, going from, from one point to the ultimate conclusion, but never quite knowing mm. whether we're going to reach that, conclusion lots of plot twists and um um, and sideways things that that confuse you along the way and and for me the book had had all of those I mean it was it was a great story it starts off as this thriller but then what I felt like it was a tribute to
1: grief it 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 was it was oh it was more than just a thriller. It, it kept you on the edge of the seat, but there was just all this emotion that was coming with it. I think as well, and um, and that's definitely how I felt when I was reading the book. I yeah. I I wanted. I was going through it so quickly because I just wanted to see them mm. oh, get it, the situation get better for them. I just was like, when when is this going to end? And yeah. I think when it opens up with a scene that's that intense, you, can't, you do go, you go, Whoa, mm. where is this going to
0: take us? I mean, I think your point um, about, about grief and um, the way it affected you mm. emotionally is really important because, for me, the book consists, other than, other than the, the narrative and, and the actual journey, yeah. Yeah. Um, the journey is dictated by four major relationships. Yep, absolutely. Um, The relationship between Lydia and her husband, Sebastian, the relationship between Lydia and her son, Luca, the relationship between Lydia and Javier, um, and then the relationship between the two sisters um, and Lydia and Luca. Yeah,
1: absolutely. How How did you feel that Javier... Felt about his relationship with Lydia, because you you kind of you see it from Lydia's perspective in this book, but this book le- left gaps for me wondering, oh, what did Javier think? Mm. Did yeah. did Javier want to kill
0: Lydia? I, I I'm not convinced. What what did you think? I think uh, I think the character of Javier is is great. I think um, I think Janine Cummings. Uh, Portrayed him really, really well because he's very complex. Um, He is not just an out and out, nasty, bad guy. He is portrayed as someone who has a softer side. I mean, he writes, he reads books, he writes poetry, he's devoted Mm. to his his daughter. daughter. Yeah. Um, And I think there is a genuine relationship, a genuine fondness yeah, between between him mm-hmm. and Lydia. I mean, he's portrayed um, almost as a victim of his own circumstance yeah. that had his life been differently, had events unfolded in a different way, then perhaps he wouldn't have become the leader of a cartel and had to do all the despicable things that 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 come with that so um did he did he want to kill Lydia no I think I think he probably didn't I think he was prepared to kill Lydia or have Lydia killed if it was necessary but I do feel that that he really didn't want to kill Lydia, and that he wanted Lydia to be able to escape, um, mm-hmm. and that in many ways is why he um, dispatched his henchmen to to keep an eye on them. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, that might be naive of me. I mean, I think it's open open to interpretation, mm-hmm. but that's certainly what I wanted mm-hmm. to think. Yeah, yeah, me too.
1: Um, and I mean, what relationship isn't isn't complicated? <laughs> But love is complicated. Yeah,
0: I you know? mean, that, I mean that brings me to. Um, I'm interested in in the initial relationship and the situation um, between Lydia and Sebastian. So, yeah. Sebastian, the journalist, obviously was working on the story or had been working for quite some time mm-hmm. on the story about Javier and, and the cartel, um, and he found out that Lydia. Uh, Knew Javier Mm. and and was uh, was great friends with him, Mm. Um, but he decided to go ahead and publish Publish this. Anyway, publish anyway, knowing that there may be all kinds of consequences. Not only Mm. putting his life at danger, but also um, his wife and his sons, and as we saw, Mm. his his whole family. Do you think that that was the right decision to make? Obviously, it was the it was the catalyst for everything
1: happening. Yeah.
0: I, I'm not sure if you can
1: say if it was the right thing to do or the wrong thing to do, but I think you, when you have a burning desire to write about something or release something, as you see in journalists all the time, you know, yeah. they feel like, or or what I've seen is that if you have a story, you have to be able to speak the truth about it and put it out there for people to absorb or not to absorb. So it's it's Mm. kind of like I'm not – I don't know if that was the right thing to do and I think it's that hindsight thing of going, well, because of that, all of this happened. Mm. But you just you just don't know. It's it's, it's again complicated, and yeah. I think there was elements of mistrust as well between Lydia and her husband as well. Like she, she was still quite secretive about the whole relationship because as well she,
0: because she had feelings for Javier. Yeah, exactly.
1: Yeah. So I think it's it's more complex than that. You know, was Sebastian jealous? did he want to create drama I don't know yeah
0: and, and of course um, you know he did actually ask Lydia what do you think we should do we should yeah. we should do yeah. um, and 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 Lydia in fact told him no no go ahead you yeah. know we won't tell Javier go go ahead and publish it yeah which
1: you know it still makes me question what was their relationship like Sebastian and Lydia's relationship mm. right to me it seems like there was still elements of mistrust that they weren't completely communicating with each other mm. i mean had lydia said to her husband and been honest and said look there are feelings um, then that,
0: you know, that might have created then then that whole that a whole other basket yeah, of, of but it's uh, because
1: Mm. you know you can't it's not just a simple answer was it the right thing to do because there was more to it their relationship wasn't transparent neither of their relationships Lydia's with Javier and Lydia with Sebastian so I'm I'm not sure if it was the right thing to do yeah and I'm not entirely sure if his motive was Sebastian's motive to publish it was just because he wanted to Tell the truth about something. I would suspect mm. that maybe it was a bit of jealousy or a bit of. Oh, okay. That's an in, yeah. That's an interesting. A bit of that's an interesting take. Yeah, a bit of maybe um subconscious subconscious pushing the boundaries. Mm. How I I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. What do you think? <laughs> yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, what do you really think? interesting? Leave to us what, a comment. What leave do you us think? A comment. What do you think? Um. Now. How how do you feel? Do you feel like the when the two sisters come into the story? Mm. Um, for me, that added um, a softness, a, a padding. Even though their stories is as equally as heartbreaking, mm. but to me, it added a softness um, and a feminine sort of side to this brutal journey. Yeah. Um, Do you think that the relationship
0: that Lydia and Luca had with the sisters was an important one? I think it was critical to the book. Oh, you do? Um, Yeah, absolutely. I think it worked on a number of different levels. I think it worked as a plot device. Um, The sisters... Lydia was very naive, um, had had no, and Luca obviously was only eight, so had no knowledge of, of what they were going to have to do yeah. in order to, ma- to make this journey and to survive this journey. So the fact that the sisters were already experienced mm. in getting on and off the trains and um, getting off at towns mm. and trying to avoid the police... Um, and were able to impart that knowledge and help Lydia and Luca, I think yeah. was an important plot device. Mm. Um, yeah, I me th- too. I think, I think it was integral to the yeah. plot. Um, I think um, it was also important to have them as characters that, that were there for a large part of the novel because most of the other characters were tra- transitory. We saw them for a short period of time yeah, and then that's true. And, and then yeah, the, and then they dis- and then they disappeared. Yeah, that's true. I think it was important um, as a device to universalize the immigrant experience um, obviously they came from Nicar- Nicaragua and we had people also from El Salvador so it wasn't just a Mexican experience it was um, to emphasize the fact that these immigrants came from all over South America and, and that they all had individual stories and similar similar stories of violence, um, and and different stories. And, and well. different stories, yeah. 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 And individual.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I, no, I think you're right. Yeah. I wasn't, where well, I personally wasn't too convinced about it. I saw that it was integral to the plot and it made it softer in a way mm. because, you know, little girls and one of them's really beautiful and the other one's, you know, mm. whatever, and it made it really soft. Yeah. But I think you're right. I think it does actually add this. Mm makes it a little bit more encompassing to
0: yeah. other yeah. journeys. Yeah, but I, think, but I think actually going back though to your, to, to, to your main point about the softening yeah. um, effect, yeah. I think that that is very much there too. I think it was really important for Luca to have somebody else, to, for him to have a friend mm. other, than, other than his mum Um, because I think that enabled Luca to step up out of the role of being an eight-year-old boy and totally dependent on his mother Mm. because he felt protective of Rebecca. Mm. Um, So he almost aged and stepped up in responsibility Um, And in fact, then became the help to Lydia because he because he of the relationship with with Rebecca. And I think it was also important that Lydia was also seen as a mother figure by the by the girls Mm. um, because they were missing a mother figure. So it wasn't only her relationship with Luca. It was also that growing relationship between her and and the girls. Yeah, Mm. absolutely, Um, and you're right.
1: Luca does go on a journey. He really, he really Mm. does.
0: Um, I mean, yeah, yeah. I was going to say, well, that that then brings us to obviously the central relationship in the book, which is between Lydia and Luca. Um, An extraordinary, extraordinary little little boy I mean the thought um I know gorgeous I I thought um struck me and I I wonder how how you feel about it is is that we were told that um Luca was very late in talking Mm. is um you know that for most of his four years he didn't Mm. his first four years he didn't talk at all Mm. and and Lydia um feared that you know he might um be, You know, have some sort of syndrome or, or, or some sort of intellectual um, impairment. Yeah. Why do, but obviously he was as bright as a button. Why do you think he didn't talk for so long?
1: I think with, um, with Luca, you very quickly, even from the opening scene, the way that he describes things or the way that things are described mm. around when they involve, involve him, yeah. is he's very observant. He and I think particularly for an you know, an eight-year-old boy, and it's that it's that theme again of children um yeah. pick up more than I think we give yeah, them credit very for. Much so. Um yeah. but yet still it's relative to mm. to their, their understanding of the world. Yeah. Um and you you see that through his obsession with maps, with geography. Came in very useful. Uh, very useful. Um <laughs> And I think when, you know, maybe that's why he, he, he didn't speak much because he was just so ob- observant of things and trying to take in the world and create mm. a better understanding. And you see a similar um, when you've just finished the opening scene and Luke is barely speaking again. And I think it's just a perfect example of how he's... Um, just trying to deal. Yeah. I mean, extremely
0: complex things for anybody. Yeah. I mean, and the imagery, I mean, um, Luca holding onto his, his um, father's baseball cap. Yeah. um, You know, that, uh, that I thought was absolutely wonderful. The, you know, the smell and the shape and the, you know, holding onto that symbol of all, all that he'd lost.
1: He's just trying to Mm. process it.
0: Mm. Um, I think Luke is a
1: very special boy, and um, mm. I, I loved their relationship, um, and, I, and I loved how it developed with mm. the girls, and at the end, how they all yeah. live together.
0: And I don't. I think um, you know, in it, as part of the blurb, the publishing blurb uh, uh, about the book, mm. um, they say, you know, uh, they talk about the lengths that a mother will go to to protect. <laughs> Protect her son. Mm. Um, now, this obviously is stretching that to the to to the an absolute unfathomable, to just an unfathomable um, extent extent. Um, yeah. And I think you know, without actually asking you to to comment on what you think you would do, because I just I, I don't actually even no. know. I actually don't even know what I what what I would do. I wouldn't do.
1: begin to think I have authority to even address no. that you know mm. but yeah you just you, your heart aches for them doesn't mm. it yeah it doesn't yeah, and, and, totally. and you get these little glimpses of excitement when they have these small little victories victories you're like yeah yes um and that's why I think I binged it because I just want I wanted more of the victories yeah um but what it certainly what this book certainly did for me was open my eyes up to what's what's going on in the border. Mm. Um, so I think, you know, as you were reading this book, um, you may or may not have been aware um, that there's a significant amount of controversy about it. Yeah. Um, a lot of press, um, a lot of conflicting opinions. A
0: lot of criticism.
1: Yeah. I mm-hmm. mean... I think we need to address the elephant in the room.
0: Yep. Absolutely. So you know but, that, mean, that, but you... that but that but that's quite difficult, isn't it? I yeah. mean um both of us in fact um when when I read the book I was totally unaware of the criticism um that had been leveled mm. at the book. I read it purely At face value, I didn't expect, I was not reading it um, in order for an authentic experience. I was reading it as as purely as um, escapism, if you like, as a a story that swept me along Mm. with it.
1: Which However. is generally
0: what you look for in a good book, right?
1: You you look for a mm. story that you just go, yeah. oh, wow, this is a lovely story. Yeah. Um, but obviously this one has a lot more depth to it. Yeah. And I think mum and I, before we came on this episode, we got together and we we spoke about how we're going to discuss this controversy. And it both... It made us both feel really uncomfortable and really nervous, yeah. um, just because we both don't feel like we have
0: a great amount of authority. A great
1: amount of authority to have any um, or mm. much opinion about it. Mm. Um, but maybe you could you can start a little bit yeah. by delving into what the controversy
0: is. Yeah. So um, the. The main controversy uh, about the book um, has stemmed out of the United States, where the book was first published, um, largely from um, Latinx writers and the general community, who feel and have said quite vocally that the book is inauthentic, that... Um, It portrays uh, cliches and stereotypes um, that do not represent the true immigrant experience, Uh, that the book is full of inaccuracies um, and um, that the the publishers spent an enormous amount of money in promoting a book which doesn't in fact portray anything like the real immigrant experience. And they're angry about it. And they're very angry about yeah. it.
1: And both mum and I, before we came on this episode, we have done a significant amount of reading Um and just trying to absorb as much informations and as much information and different conflicting perspectives on the matter, and I actually have to say i i agree i i I completely understand yeah you know it it isn't from what i you know there are issues in with the book that aren't completely. Yeah, they're just there are there isu- there are issues
0: within the book yeah um, but I mean I, I think sure I I, I agree with you um, and I think the way in, uh, in in which the characters or the situation is portrayed yeah it is somewhat stereotypical um, but that doesn't necessarily matter I think if it is if the book is read as pure fiction mm-hmm. I mean I think lots of media be they movies or television mm-hmm. shows or novels are are I mean are guilty of of stereo of stereotyping. stereotyping definitely mm-hmm. and I think what this
1: what this book has caused and created and I think what a lot of the anger is coming from is that it's a much bigger issue than just one book yeah it is um, created a conversation that talks about the inequality and the lack of diversity in the publishing industry um, yeah which is a huge, Thing to unfold. It's it's something that certainly I believe has been brewing for a long time. Yeah. Um, and unfortunately, it all comes. It has all come down onto Janine Cummings'
0: shoulders with this book. Yeah. I mean, I think um, that 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 yes, Janine Cummings isn't. Um, isn't Latinx. Um, and so therefore she can't speak with an authentic Latinx voice or experience. Um, or, or experience. But she did, um, I believe, do a lot of research, talk to a, a lot of people mm-hmm. in order to give it the best expression that she felt she she possibly could. could. Um, but but back to the diversity, as you as you were talking about, um, I think it's particularly pertinent in the United States. Although the same could be could be said all over all over the world, all all over the world, yeah. that um, publishing does tend to
1: or well, has in the past mm. not been inclusive yeah. of multiple every a range of individual stories and I think that what is happening is fantastic that there's even these conversations these days Mm. because of a book like this that goes you know what we need to change and the world needs to change and we need to work together for everybody to feel heard. And respected, and, and represented, and represented
0: in an e- in an
1: equal way. Exactly. Um, so I think what this book has done is 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 brilliant with this controversy because it is it's bringing up conversations and it's bringing up conversations in groups that I mean we're on the other side of the world, mm. you know? Yeah, we're yeah. on the other side of the world, and because of this book, I feel so much more invested into what is happening. In the border, and yes. how devastating, and the
0: heartache, and what actually is going on, and and that I think actually is the is the irony um, of all of the 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 debate and the criticism that's come from the books, the book is that the author, in fact, wanted to introduce this dialogue is that she actually wrote the book in order to highlight mm. what was going on albeit in uh perhaps inaccurate or stereotypical or cliche or clumsy or clumsy way but her intent was to um shine a spotlight on this whole immigrant
1: yeah.
0: e- experience um and it kind of backfired in a way although the book has become an absolute bestseller all over the world um i think it's do i agree that do i think
1: that the industry does need to change yes but i do think this book has created that change
0: and has been been a catalyst yes for huge development yeah and i think for you know for publishers to you know to take to take a look at themselves um, and go, well, okay, how do we how do we ensure that if we're going to publish something um, that um, brings forward an issue such such as immigration or, or, or illuminates other illuminates issues. other other issues. Yeah then we need to make sure that that the way in which we promote them and publish them is in an authentic and realistic way absolutely absolutely and i think i think the one thing
1: though that also has come up in this controversy is that a lot of people have sp- spoken up and said you know they that janine doesn't have the Authority to to speak about this, um, and I think that's that's also kind of a slippery slope with any artist with uh, dictating yeah. what they can and can't create. Yeah, um, I mean, I read the, this in Oprah's um, interview with Janine. She yeah. she brings up this quote yeah. by um, Mitch Albom, and he's an author, a quite well known author, and he says that when we start telling people not to write at all if they don't belong to a community you're stepping on a dangerous live wire one that could sizzle with less understanding between us not more and I th- I believe that's true if you if if one starts to dictate what artists and what creatives or anybody has the freedom to to say or to tell that to tell a story or create mm. this imaginary world, yeah, which is what American Dirt is—it's mm. it, it's fiction, yeah. You know, um, then it's dangerous because if we say one person can do this, one person can do that, we're not connecting. No, I'm... we're not. We're not allowing people to. We're giving them restrictions in which they can enter into a space,
0: yeah, which. I don't believe brings us any closer together. Yeah. And I think the whole, I agree with you, absolutely. I mean, I think the whole, the whole craft and skill of a fiction author Mm. is that they are able to imagine and to create a world or characters or situations beyond their own experience. Um, and I guess the measure of, 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 of how successful they are in doing that is how their work is then, mm. is then perceived. So do we feel that American Dirt is successful, is a success in that way? I think when,
1: when you open a book, I think it takes you to a place Mm. with characters on a journey that you've never been on before. Yeah. And if you can close that book and go, wow, I've learnt something, I've experienced something, I'm interested in something else, interested in elements of that or I want to research more into that, Mm. then I think that book is a success Mm. because it has left you – in a different place from when you picked it up. Yeah, And I think that's true for any type of art. If it's a movie, if it's a painting, if it's a photograph, you know, I think that's what all creatives strive to do is to leave you with something once you've left, Yeah, once you've left the, the piece of art. Mm. And I think in that way, this book is a huge success because if it wasn't for this book, we wouldn't be having this conversation and we wouldn't be having this conversation with you um and i mean it's 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 intense and and it's made it's opened my eyes up as well to go i Mm -hmm. i need to learn more art is a i believe is something that helps navigate us through something that we possibly didn't know before And so I would say, yeah. Success, and I'm grateful for the experience of reading it. Reading it. Um, so we
0: love <laughs> big chats, big chats, and we'd love to heavy hear... chats, and we'd love to hear your thoughts. We don't um, begin to know have all the answers. So let us know what you think. It's that time of the episode again where we introduce our next book that you will be reading along with us. Okay. So here is our next book and... Katie, I know. you're going to introduce it. I'm totally hogging. You're a hogger. I know, I'm
1: totally right. hogging, but I, I couldn't help myself. <laughs> I, I wanted you to read this one with us. Um, where The next book is The Recovery of Rose Gold by Stephanie Roble, and it is a story about a mother and daughter. Again. Again. Um, and the poisonous relationship that they have between them. This book will leave you questioning the, the elements of humanity and how love can completely warp one's perspective on what is right and wrong. I can't wait. It's, it's a goodie.
0: I really like this one. <laughs> <laughs> so until next time, happy, happy reading. reading. <laughs> If you liked this episode, please subscribe and leave us a review. We're also available on Instagram
1: at bothsides.bookclub. We'll see you soon.